This is Shane with Mountain Crypto. Today, I've decided to do an episode that I feel is very important, but it will be entertaining. It will be definitely dealing with cryptocurrency and what effect crypto is going to have for the global pandemic. Um, we will go into that to some in-depth um, discussion. Also, I want to talk about censorship. Um, censorship of what's going on in the internet um, regarding cryptocurrency and really any topics that affect the global pandemic. And also, I want to, under my disclosure that I said I would give to you guys, give you an update on some of my investments, let you know what's going on, what's working, what's not working. So let's get right into it, but please remember. This is not investing advice of any kind. I'm just talking about what I do, what I see. You need to do your research and do what you need to do. So none of this is uh, investment advice of any kind. First off, I would like to talk about what I've been investing in. So you guys got an update. Um, I've just been doing like I've always been doing. And um, I'm not going to leave it as boring as I did last week. Um, time I did a podcast. I'm going to give you more in-depth information. I've got it all here. Um, but yes, I'm still buying Bitcoin when it is under $10,000. And that's been my holding pattern now for a long time. So let me tell you, um, I've been buying it in little bite-sized pieces, 25 here, 50 there, uh, maybe every week, every other week, what have you, and accumulating over time. Now, I don't keep it all in one area. I have some of it in hard wallets and some of it uh, I keep on the exchange in case I want to trade or buy or sell. Um, I keep some on a couple different applications uh, like that, hard, hard wallets and such. And I also have some in a Celsius wallet. My uh, Celsius wallet I've been pretty happy with. Um, I have a referral site for Celsius, but I probably won't even put it on there. Um, but they have been um, doing pretty well. I know it's not as decentralized as some people like, but I'm in the United States. It's very regulated. We need to deal with people who are kind of following uh, the traditional methods of making sure they're registered with the SCE, that they're licensed, that they have some sort of insurance, which Celsius is insured with uh, different sources up to a certain amount of money. And uh, there is some liability there. And they did not liquidate during any of the times that some of the other services that are um, providing interest on deposited cryptocurrencies, Celsius has not had to go liquidate anyone's accounts. So I think they're getting a pretty good track record. Um, again, I would not put all of my money in there, but I have about half of my um, Bitcoin in there and Ethereum and have a few other coins. So let's talk into that and see what that looks like. Um, I've only been doing that um, for the year 2020, and um, I kind of was scared of stable coins. I have talked about stable coins being afraid um, because the World Banking Association has said that the, they need to get rid of stable coins. So I felt like, wow, that's a, a real danger. But USDC is uh, on Coinbase and Coinbase Pro, 
And if I buy it, I can buy it at cost. So if I buy $25 worth of USDC, which is a stable coin, I pay $25 for it. There's no, no fee, no nothing. Now, when I transfer it to the Celsius wallet, they do take um, around 20 cents. Sometimes it's a little less. Sometimes it's only 6 cents. Sometimes it's uh, 14 cents. But the highest I've paid that I see in my records here is 20 cents to transfer it. Now, here's how it works. I'm going to give you my history. On November 22nd, I opened up a Celsius wallet for $49.97 of Celsius. And after that, after it was secured in there for a certain amount of time, um, I think it takes a few weeks, and then they start giving you interest, I started earning $0.06 cents a week. On May 8th, I added... Um, 50 cents. So November, December, January, February, March, April, May. So some six months later, I added $50 and um, it started paying me 50, 15, 14, 15 cents a week. Then on May 26th, I added uh, $24.80, which it was $25, but they charged me 20 cents to charge it. That's why it's 24. That's why none of these numbers are round numbers. So um, but that's how much made it into the Celsius wallet after um, I was charged to transfer the fee. Now, um, I added again another $24.88 on June the 3rd, and I started earning between about $0.21 cents and $0.24 cents a week. So now I'm up to like a dollar a month earning on the account. Um, on June 28th, I added uh, $25, which, you know, only $24.86 made it. And then on June 28th, was $24.94 was added. And um, at that time, I was earning, um, at this time, I am earning about $0.30 cents a week. So the total amount that I have of Celsius in there is only $228.39. So that's pretty good um, pay on that, averaging between 8% um, percent and maybe 9 a little plus 9%. Um, compounded um, weekly. Not bad. Not bad. Um, and then um, I do have some Ethereum there. And the Ethereum, I'm not going to go through, you know, how it's climbed, but I was just trying to give you an example so you can see just putting $25 here and $50 there, how I went from $0.06 cents a week to $0.30 cents a week um, just since November. And then you got to remember, November, December, January, February, March, April, May, almost six months, I didn't add anything to it um, because I was kind of staying away from stable coins. But since then, I've decided, you know, I think I think the government will give us enough notice um, that if we need to get out of them, I can get out of it um, quick enough. So that's the hope. Um, so anyway, Ethereum. I have a total of about one and a half Ethereum, a little bit more than that, 1.57 Ethereum. And that earns me about 25 to 27 cents a week in Ethereum at today's price. Now for Bitcoin, um, I have a, I don't even have a, I have a little over a tenth of a Bitcoin in there. It's 0.125 of a Bitcoin, and that earns me about 88 cents a week. So um, that's pretty nice um, that I'm earning that money. Or you could say 0. 0.000 one O of a Bitcoin every week. So that helps me, um, you know, if the market drops, um, 
and goes down and up or whatever, I'm still making money um, no matter what. So that's kind of nice. Now, I will update you on what I have in my Coinbase account. Um, some of it, not all of it. Again, um, just for the record, I try to put at least 80 to 90% of my investments are going to go in Bitcoin. Um, probably lately it's been more like 80%. And then um, the rest I can put in stable coins or possibly altcoins. So some of the altcoins that I've built up a little bit um, is, and the only one I really keep on the Coinbase account for the most part is Tezos. Um, I have earned about, it, it's about seven to nine cents. They pay every three days. Those are staking fees that uh, Coinbase shares with you for keeping your Tezos on there. And, um, you know, that's not bad. That's that's about a buck a month or so, pretty close to a buck if it pays toward the top end. And um, it's just reinvesting into more of the Tezos coin. Now, um, some of the altcoins that I've put a couple dollars in, very little. Uh, Kyber um, is one. Um, basic Attention and Compound. So um, I've put a few, you know, 25 bucks here, 25 bucks there in those. They're not very very big accounts at all. Um, I did sell my chain link. I had had a pretty good amount of chain link. I did not wasn't able to sell it at the top right now. I mean, chain link is at six dollars and eleven cents. I think I sold uh, in the five and a half dollar range, and um, I just kind of I don't know something told me to pull out for a while, so I pulled out, um, and I may start putting a little bit back in there just because the the project is very interesting when it comes to. Um, decentralized finance. So basically Kyber, Compound, and uh, Chainlink are um, very tied to um, the decentralized systems that are being built right now. And those are whole other subjects. Um, if you want to learn more about those, you can certainly look those up on YouTube and such and get a lot of information on them. Now, um, what am I looking at maybe buying a little bit more of? Um, again, I told you about the chain link. I may put a little bit in there. Maker, I may put you know a few bucks there. And then I was looking at Ethereum Classic, and I really kind of need to go revisit the whole project and see uh, how much I can believe in it. But um, I was thinking of it mostly because the interest pays pretty good on Celsius. I think that one is paying like 6% interest. So I thought, you know, 25, 50 bucks on that wouldn't be a terrible thing to do. So those are some of the things that um, I've been doing with my cryptocurrency. Uh, Bitcoin, you know, today is up to $9,226. Ethereum's running $241.24. I, th I still think Ethereum and Bitcoin are good buys right now. And um, I'm not putting, you know, money into the altcoins um, all of the altcoins on a week-by-week -week or month-by-month -month basis necessarily, but for example, um, the beginning of uh, June, I decided to buy some compound, and at the um, end of uh, May, I decided to buy some Kyber. So I put in like 25 bucks here, 25 bucks there. That was about it. So that's how I've been doing it. I look for what's low, typically, and um, or if something's was very low and. Uh, um, it looks like it's going to grow a little and tracks my interest. It is got to be on Coinbase or Coinbase Pro. I am here in America. I love the accounting. My accountant loves the accounting that uh, comes from um, 
the website on Coinbase Pro and Coinbase. So I'm that's important to me to not have to sweat the load when it comes to taxes. Um, doesn't cost me anything. I just download it off the site. Boom, hand it to my accountant. He loves it. So it works for me. All right. Um, so that's what I've been doing. Um, I also did invest a little bit into um, Nicholas Merton Data Dash. He has a an application called Digifox. It is a wallet. I haven't really got to use it much. In fact, I was trying to use it for to see if I could tie in my Celsius um, or a Celsius wallet to it, and uh, couldn't couldn't get it to do it. It didn't want to talk to it. So I don't know. I think he's still working on it, and I think it's a great idea, and I support it. Um, so I'm wishing him the best, and when I have more time, I'll spend some more time on it. Okay. Now, the global pandemic. Um, is Bitcoin going to be the savior? You know, <laughs> I'm going to tie in the censorship to this real quick first before we dive into the global pandemic and if Bitcoin is going to save it. And really, what I'm doing, what I think is the best course of action and why. And we're going to go a lot of directions with this. So hopefully you, you appreciate this information. Hopefully you take this information and do some more research. You know, don't just take my word on it, but do your own research and see what you think. So I'm going to go a lot of directions with this, but first I want to talk about censorship. Um, a lot of people who um, talk bad about the virus right now say things that you don't see on the mainstream media um, or that don't agree with the CDC or the FDA or um, anything like that are being tagged as false or are being taken down. These sites are being taken down. Now, in cryptocurrency, a lot of us have suffered um, uh, a lot of censorship. Now, I've told you I don't post on Facebook anymore anything to do with cryptocurrency because of their unfair um, censorship, basically lying uh, for reasons of why they took my stuff down. So I just noticed, I went through my website, I left it up, I left Mountain Crypto up on YouTube, and I looked at it, and I had over uh, like 25, I'm getting closer, you know, moving up, 25, 26,000 views, and they've reduced that. They've knocked that down to nothing. And I looked at several videos that I know had uh, hundreds, uh, hundreds and hundreds of views, many of them, and they've taken the views down to nothing. They've changed my numbers. They've, they've completely changed my numbers and my stats to make it where, you know, basically if you have more views and more numbers and things like that, you show up in the searches more. So they've, they've knocked me down so that I'll never show up in a search. You know, you, you'll, uh, you'll definitely have to just look up Mountain Crypto to find it on YouTube or it's not going to show up. So this is what they're doing. Now, they're not just doing it to cryptocurrency. They're, they're doing it to people who are speaking out against the status pro on many different levels. And um, it's happening little by little. It's happening here and there. It started off with uh, the more boisterous people who seemed a little bit outrageous, like Alex Jones. And now, you know, they're targeting t Twitter, Facebook, uh, YouTube. They all are targeting anything that, um, I would just say, the narrative that is pushing us to being controlled either through our finances, our actions, 
whether we move about, whether we wear a mask, whether we agree with this protest, whether we agree with this political party or that is all being crushed little by little and it's ramping up on all levels okay now that's the censorship part of it um, the pandemic is pushing this censorship like never before okay it's gone from more than just crypto and more than just talking about the virus um, or or you know uh, treatment methods it's going all sorts of directions there is a new um, censorship that is trying to shut the mouths of those who are talking about hey what what about the food how are we going to get food what how how is our dollar going to stay alive all these things that are happening that people can just see are happening and being pushed to the limit how's it going to keep working so people are questioning status quo and these people are being silenced one by one and i just not trying to make anyone panic um, but prepare I'm trying to get people to think to prepare preparing is everything and there's a lot of great websites on preparing um, one I would ask you to check out because money and finances and censorship and the the virus and the politics those are all different subjects but another subject that is being pushed in the same regard has to do with our food now if whether you believe in climate change or not there's well-documented information on our Sun and how it goes through these cycles the grand solar minimum and we are soon to enter that in fact in China there was a freeze uh, they've lost a lot of their food in India they've lost a huge overwhelming percentage of their wheat crop okay the the weather has been getting cooler the last couple of years and nobody's noticing it in 2018 the ice caps built up more than any other time in all recorded history blew everybody's mind you never heard about it on the news at all instead you you don't hear about um a hothouse anymore you just hear climate change the narratives changed okay but what i'm getting at is food food is becoming a big deal in germany they're trying to do away with meat they're saying you can't eat meat this this is actually spreading covid the sale of meat the making of meat here in america they're slaughtering chickens they're destroying eggs and it's not just the meat because of other issues and i think they're political because it's not just happening in america i think this is something very very big and something to think about and definitely something to talk about and the talking about it is is being silenced right now as we speak but even in america we have all these fruit trees the fruit is rotting on the trees the cherries start harvest quite early in certain parts of the country in california and things like that it's rotting on the trees they're saying they can't bring anyone to harvest it because it's it's too dangerous they're burying hundreds of tons of potatoes in Montana and Idaho and the same story goes with other crop after crop after crop in our country in they're closing down farms in Canada all in the name of this virus okay people are saving all their money because they're scared 
and they don't people don't even have a clue how expensive food is going to be moving forward on into this year and next year especially okay it is really amazing i will bitcoin be the savior um your cash everybody's going to want to buy food they're going to want to buy this they're going to want to buy that i think you know when you look at argentina and you look at venezuela and you look at um you know a lot of people in china and india people are trying to get their money out of these failing currencies these falling currencies or failing currencies and keep the value of the money and bitcoin is providing some more stability at this time um if you've listened to me go way way back um unfortunately i do believe that bitcoin is great right now but i think when it really hits the fan if you've ever heard that expression um that bitcoin will drop i hate to say now as long as american dollar can be the dollar of the world um because it's really most people they have no other place to put their money there's there's all these all fiat fiat goes to zero and it's garbage okay it only works when a country stays in debt but if they if they can't pay their debt and they lose it all and everybody has money and then they try to use that money that's when they collapse that's what happened in greece a few years ago it's still happening that's what's happened in the eu there's printing money like crazy now they've changed some of their procedures that's what's happening in these other countries that we just talked about venezuela and um um other countries like that um nigeria there's another example several african countries the money is garbage it's it's totally garbage they're having you know 100 to 1000% um inflation uh, week by week month by month now american currency will probably be the last or one of the last to really feel that type of a shock wave and i don't pretend to be an economist i take the i take the line of what if we just get through this and we have a little recession that's kind of like the best scenario anybody's painting right now of all the economists that are out there look at the ones that say hey you know what it's not going to be the end of the world we're going to get through this this is what it's going to be listen to those guys and and listen to the guys that say oh it's going to be the end of the world you need to buy gold or oh listen to the uh, this guy it, it needs to be crypto you know get all those viewpoints together and look at them my my path is to take a position somewhere in the middle of all that right so the stock market a lot of people say it's going to crash you know other people are gambling on it i buy from the stock market pretty much monthly a little bit 25 here 25 there but i buy what's on sale so if you've listened to some of my recordings in the past i've bought like um grayscale um i have that reit that i buy i have um bought some pinterest i bought um uh ge um and another one i can't think of right now but like all of them have been going up quite a bit right they've all been going up quite a bit so what do i do i look at ge well, that one hasn't gone up as much you know so i said okay i'll buy a few shares of ge it pays dividends hopefully they'll be around and that's what i do so same thing when i look at my cryptocurrencies which ones are on sale those are the ones i'm i'm going to buy so right now you have gold and silver if you want to get into metals which one 
which one would be good to buy if you wanted to put a little of that in your, um, you know, your rainy day war chest, I guess we can call it. I don't know. I think silver's going up, but, you know, it, if you don't have any silver or gold, then at least you get a little bit of silver and you have something, you know, you have something to start with. It doesn't take much to buy a silver coin for, you know, I think $20. You can get coin silver, maybe a little cheaper for an ounce. A $1 silver is probably under $20 for one that's just uh, circulated condition. So have a little bit of all that. Keep a little cash on hand. Keep keep some cash in the bank. I mean, maybe the banks will collapse. Maybe they won't. You know, maybe you'll be able to get your money tomorrow out of the ATM. Maybe you won't. So come up with a plan. And, um, you know, if you don't like any of those sectors, just stay out of them if you're not comfortable with them. If you feel that certain sectors are better, then I would say pick, you know, pick a few, right? My big, big backup plan is growing my own food. I've talked to you guys about that lately. You know, do you have some seeds? Have you tried planting things? You know, what would you do if you ran out of food? What if the stores are closed? What if, here's a scenario I heard about today, okay? Dale Bigtree on the high wire. YouTube, look up high wire, okay? He mostly talks about vaccines, but he mentioned this contact tracing, where it's heading. And it's being voted on all around the world in different countries. And here's what they have in mind. If you don't get tested for the COVID, you will not be able to go into a store. You will not be able to leave. You will have to show them your phone or something. And it will verify that you've been tested and that you are COVID free. Or they won't let you go to the store and buy food. Okay? That's where it's headed right now. Okay? So... You need to have a lot of food on hand, right? Um, these are all things to think about, no matter what you believe in. If you believe that's a great idea or a bad idea or it'll never happen or it might happen, this is the way it's going. So these are the things I'm looking at, um, how to provide for my family uh, financially and through any hard times or any good times. And I hope that helps you. I hope you do some research and look into these things for you and your family. And that's it, guys. Um, have a great week. I hope you had a good 4th of July if you were able to get out or at least spend some time with your family. Um, I hope some of this advice will help you to make some decisions to prepare for emergencies. Because even if nothing happens, we could always have, in California, we have earthquakes. In other countries, we could have uh, electrical outages. There is always a chance of a city being rioted now, we know. Um, a, a freeway could close, a, a train could derail, and supplies could get cut off. All kinds of things could happen, asides from this pandemic, that you need to be prepared for. So do some research and find out how to prepare better for your family, even if you're just starting by you know, ensuring that you have clean drinking water for a couple weeks and enough food for a month or two months or three months or longer, right? Do you have alternative money you can get a hold of, whether it be silver or cash or, or cryptocurrency, make sure you have these things to prepare for your family, all right? With that, guys, over and out.